Hello, and welcome to the Friday Night Author Roundtable. I'm your host, Chris Baker, and during the next half hour, we'll be speaking with several very talented authors about their newly released books, what their inspiration was for creating their unique stories, and why it would be a great book to read and share with your friends and family. I'm always a fan of uh, collections of poems and, and things like that. And, and this next one on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, I think, is going to bring a lot of hope to, to those who read it. The book is called Faithful Father, Forever Friend by author Alice Jane Stuckey from Christian Faith Publishing. Alice, thank you for being back on the show. Thank you for having me. Now, tell everybody a, a little bit about this collection. This book has taken a few weeks to a whole life to write. It's a book that tells about life struggles hopes, fears. It's my life story, my spiritual life, that has taken me through many deaths of loved ones, sex abuse, school bullies, low self-esteem, anorexia, bulimia, and self-loathing, and has turned me into a woman of faith that I am today. And I'm hoping that this book will touch others who are struggling with some of these different life issues and realize that Jesus is the answer. Now, what inspired you to, to one, uh, take these poems and, and put them together and, and share this? Because I, I have to imagine it was probably, uh, you know, a lot of these are, are very personal to, to you. And to be able to, uh, you know, put that out there for everyone, was that difficult? Not really. I have always shared my poems, and I've seen where they've made a difference. I've had them, people I don't even know that were on the internet I shared them with. One person in particular, I was in the psychiatric hospital for depression, and I shared my poems with the group I was with. And this one man just sat there and bawled. He said, you put into words what I was feeling but didn't have the words to express. And I've heard that over and over again. And if the things that come off the end of my pen, I don't believe I write them. I believe that God places these thoughts and it just flows out of my pen. And I like to share them to help other people. So knowing that I'm sharing hope and strength through Christ makes it very easy to write about my poems. I think if we open ourselves up to others, people will be more willing to open themselves up to us, and then we can share Christ. How was it for you this time around, uh, working with Christian Faith Publishing? Uh, Does the process get easier uh, with each book? Yes, because you know what to expect, and you know how to prepare your manuscript better. And yes, it was a lot easier. But Karen was great working with both times. Now, do you have anything new you're working on that uh, we can expect down the road? Yes, I have five books I've started. I have uh, books about growing up on the farm um, in the 50s. I have one about the sex abuse. I have one going through a Vietnam vet my husband's struggle with PTSD and mixed mania and and about his eventual accepting Christ just before he died. And I want to write one about my daddy's memories growing up. And he told me all kinds of history about the town I grew up in, which is Vermilion, Ohio. So I have street cars and one-room schoolhouses and 
everything else to write about. And then I also have at least 300 more poems I have to put together. Well, we've got a lot to, more to look forward to from you. Now, Now, this collection of poetry, Faithful Father, Forever Friend, and I know each poem probably has a, a different meaning and message, but if you could say there's an overall message that you hope comes across from this collection, what, what do you hope that would be? Lean into Jesus. He's our only hope, and he does make a difference. Well, that is a, a powerful message that we all need to hear, and I think they're going to get, uh, readers are going to get that and, uh, and a lot from this. So, so much more uh, from this book of, uh, of poetry. The book is called Faithful Father, Forever Friend by author Alice Jane Stuckey from Christian Faith Publishing. I encourage everyone, get your copy today. Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, the brick and mortar stores. A lot of hope in this book. And I want to thank uh, Alice for being back on the show. Well, thanks for having me back. Of course, uh, this next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, I think, is going to be a, a great book for kids, a heartwarming book, a, a book that even parents uh, and grandparents uh, or whoever reading this book to and with kids will enjoy it as well. The book is called Moonlight in Heaven by author Catherine Martino from Christian Faith Publishing. Catherine, thanks for being on the show. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Now, tell everybody a, a little bit about your story. So, it's sort of a universal concept that... We all look for a higher power, uh, whether you're a grown-up or a child. So the story is about a little moonbeam who gets lost in heaven, and he asks his friends, the stars and the clouds, uh, where he can find God. And eventually he asks the angels as well. And basically they tell him, you know, God is everywhere. Uh, he's not in one location. You know, he's in the rustle of autumn leaves and in the laugh of a new baby. And maybe you're looking so hard, little moonbeam, that, you know, you're looking right past him. And, of course, in the end, he feels a little bit in despair, but God comes and finds him. Now, what inspired this? Because it's such a, uh, I, I think, a, an interesting concept, you know, the, the character uh, being a moonbeam. And, and it's just a, it's, I think it's just a fun concept. Where did this all kind of start? Where did the inspiration come for this book? Honestly, when I write, it, it's an idea that happens. I can't always explain it. Maybe it is divine intervention, but literally the idea of a moonbeam getting lost in heaven just came to me, and I sort of went with it. And it, it is. It's conceptually a little random, more than a very specific character, the idea that it's a moonbeam, but it seems to work. No. What age range uh, have you written this for? What, what, uh, what's kind of your target? I think I wrote it for my daughters. So when I wrote the story, they were a little bit younger. Um, it took a few years to get it actually published and out there. So at the time, my daughters were five and seven. And that was my target audience. It was really for them. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to, to be able to get this book published and, and to finally have it in your hands? They were wonderful. And that is the truth. I've never met such a kind group of professional people and patient and regardless of how many times I went back to reformat something or change a sentence, you know, they were very supportive of that. They wanted to ensure that the final product was exactly what I was anticipating and what I envisioned. And quite honestly, they were terrific. Now, do you think we'll uh, see anything new from you down the road? Are you working on anything new? It's funny you ask. So <laughs> I've actually finished a children's book of poetry, and I fully intend to work with Christian Faith Publishing on this as well. Oh, excellent. Well, we're excited to, to see that coming down the line. Now, this book, um, 
Moonlight in Heaven. When it's when it's all said and done, and 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 kids have read this, or, or maybe more uh, adults reading this too, and and with kids, what do you hope is the most important message that they get from this? Oh, that you should never give up on the idea that God is there and waiting, even if you feel lost, like the little moonbeam, because at the end he was crying because he couldn't find, you know, his journey had not taken him to God directly. God swooped in at the end, like I genuinely believe happens in real life, and that is the message, that no matter how lost you might be, God will find you in the end. Well, this to me is a a wonderful story, and uh, you know, kids always want to hear stories over and over again, and I think this is the kind of story kids will want to hear over and over again, and and parents will be delighted to to read this over and over again, and especially with the holidays coming up, a, a perfect gift. The book is called Moonlight in Heaven by author Catherine Martino from Christian Faith Publishing. You can get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And Catherine, thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Our next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, I think a great testament to the fact that all things are possible if you you do things the right way. The book is called BLT, Blessed, Lucky, Tenacious by Arthur Charles Marquez from Fulton Books. Uh, Charles, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Chris. Now tell everybody a a little bit about your story. Uh, Basically, it's autobiographical, but... uh... In the uh, last uh, 10 or 15 pages, I indicate what is necessary to live a meaningful life. That involves a level of spirituality, self-discipline, ethics, which are moral values, a sense of humor, and logic. Being able to discern what is true and what is nonsense. Now, what inspired you uh, to, to write this book? Uh, where, where did it uh, start that you wanted to tell your story? Well, actually, uh, our sons, uh, I used to relate stories when I was in the uh, Foreign Service in Colombia, and when I was a state senator, and they said, Dad, you should write a book. So I thought I would write, and then as I started writing my book, I thought not only should I write my autobiography to lay the basis to establish the person that I am, but also an epilogue to indicate what is necessary to live a meaningful life and how to be effective in bringing about world peace and stability in the world. Now, who's the who's kind of your target audience for this? Who do who would you like to see this book get into the hands of? Everybody who is interested in living a more meaningful life and who wants to establish world peace. And I say that because we all know from history that the League of Nations was worthless. It was not effective. We got involved in World War II. After that, that was replaced with the United Nations that is also worthless. They have not prevented anything. And when they have acted, they have not solved anything except the consequences of many lives lost in fruitless wars. Now, how was it for you working with Fulton Books to get this uh, book published and to be able to share this? Fulton Books was very effective, very communicative. We established an immediate dialogue, and I did not have to initiate any communication with them. They were always the first to call me or send me an email. I tried another publisher before, which after seven months, they were just giving me the runaround. Luckily, I was able to get my money back. And I saw Fulton Books in the Internet, and wow, within a a month or so, my book was being published. It was very, very effective. Now, have you thought about maybe uh, writing something else? Uh, Are you working on anything? Well, would you believe 
that I have. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking uh, maybe writing a novel or something along the uh, James Bond type of uh, book because of my experiences in Colombia, especially when I found out that one of the fellows at the embassy was on the payroll of the Cali cartel. And uh, I'm, I'm thinking of writing a novel along those lines. Oh, that sounds exciting. I'm excited about that. So look forward to that. Now, this book, BLT, Blessed, Lucky, Tenacious. When people read this, what do you hope is the most important message they get from this book? The most important thing is that every human being should live a life that is meaningful, that can contribute not only to oneself, but to other members of humanity to make life more meaningful and beneficial to everyone. Well, this book, I think, is a a great book, and it's got a great message uh, that really, uh, I think it works on a personal level and on a larger world level. I think uh, everyone is going to learn a lot from this and be blessed for it. Uh, The book is called BLT, Blessed, Lucky, Tenacious, by author Charles Marquez from uh, Fulton Books. You can get your copy today at uh, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, Google Play, online, the brick-and-mortar stores, uh, just a few of the locations. And Charles, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Chris. Have a good day. God bless you. Of course, growing up with a father, sometimes you take that for granted, but it's a, a, a reality for a lot of kids in America these days. And this next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, I, I think going to be a, a great look into it. It's a bunch of short stories uh, about the questions and concerns of kids uh, who are growing up without a father. The book is called No Dad at Home by author Dakinia Marie Ford from uh, Christian Faith Publishing. Dakinia, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Chris. And tell everybody a, a bit about your book. Well, it's five short stories, and they're based on conversations that I had with my son and um, my niece and, and many students, you know, and it was in regards to them not having a father in the household. And those are questions, as a single mom, you don't think about how you're going to explain that to your child when they start asking you those questions. So that's what prompted those Story. Now, how was it for you uh, to be able to take, you know, the, these questions that like your son and others have had uh, and to turn these into to stories and, and to finally decide, hey, I'm going to put this into a book and share this? Well, I like books a lot. I really, you know, I really enjoy books because they have lots of answers in them. And so I was typically going to books to, to explain things to my son, right? And so I go for a book to help me out with this one. And there were none. There were no books talking about you know, children growing up with no father in their household. And and so because I needed something, I figured, and as I got to talking to people, I'm not the only one. And I asked someone else, well, what are you saying? And, and they just was like, well, I just, I didn't. I didn't answer it. And so, well, that's not good. Or they say something mean, you know, so this was a, um, this was a way to help with a positive answer that's truthful yet encouraging at the same time, you know. Now, how was it for you working with uh, Christian Faith Publishing to to get this book published and, and to be able to share this? It was good. It was very helpful. I, I enjoy the, the simplicity of everything, and it looks so professional, and it's uh, I like orange. Orange is my favorite color, you know, and so <laughs> they made sure that they had uh, orange throughout the book and everything, because I have study questions, I have reflection questions after each story, so that it can be this book can be good for uh, a counselor to use or a social worker or even like with the mom reading a story, you know, to the child. And then afterwards, there are some questions to help process through some of those feelings and those thoughts, you know, because a lot of kids 
have the same experience and the same questions. So uh, I enjoyed it. They did a very good job putting it together. Now, of course, this is a No Dad at Home Volume 1. What can we expect from mm-hmm. Volume 2? Oh, okay. Well, see, the original intention was for them for them to be picture books, individual books. And so if I was looking for an illustrator and trying to do that. But you know what? My son, Christopher, who the stories are mostly about anyway, he knows how to draw. And so I'm working with him now on being the illustrator for the, the next series. They're going to be individual picture books. And my son is going to be the illustrator. So that's, that's what we're working on now. Oh, wow. That's great. Well, we can't wait for yeah. that. Now, the, now this book, uh, No Dad at Home, what do you hope is the most important message that comes across from, from this book and these stories? That the, the children that are, are reading these stories or getting these stories read to them can relate to them, and they don't feel that sense of rejection because their father is at home with them. And, and the mom is not saying things in a, a mean way, explaining or um, a biased way. It's just sharing and explaining with love. And I think these stories help prompt those type of conversations and give a little guidance. This is, a, I, I think, in a great book that, you know, it's, it's got to be such a complicated time for, for kids growing up without a father. And, and to have something like this that, that can kind of, you know, give them something to relate to. And, and like you said, a little hope and a little guidance. I think this is a, a great book that uh, people need to pick up. The book is called No Dad at Home by author Dakinia Marie Ford from uh, Christian Faith Publishing. You can get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble iTunes online as well as at the brick and mortar stores and Dakinia thank you for being on the show well thanks so much for having me Chris you have a wonderful day for anyone in their daily walk who's ever contemplated how much they're actually letting God into their life I think this next book on the Friday night author roundtable is going to be a, a great testimony the book is called God's love guides and protects by author Noreen Maziars McCann from Christian Faith Publishing Noreen thank you for being on the show thank you so much for having me now, tell everybody a little bit about your book. Uh, the book is about my journey through life um, at times when I really didn't think too much about God in my personal life. I was just kind of going along with the flow and just doing what I needed to do to get by. But then as I got older and started paying more attention to things, I started realizing that God uh, was really influencing me a lot and uh, guiding me in directions that He wanted me to go, whether I realized it or not at the time. And uh, luckily, I picked up on some of that, even though I didn't realize I was picking up on it. And I was following His steps, and it has led me to a much stronger relationship with him. Now, what inspired you to to take what you had experienced and gone through and put this into a book and and share it? Well, I guess that would have to be God, (laughs) because um, I would have never considered or even given the thought to writing a book. Um, But as I, you know, through the years and thought about, you know, different things that had happened through my life, and I was sitting there thinking, you know, he really has done a lot for me. And um, one day it just kind of popped in my head that you should write all this down and share it. Uh, There might be other people out there who don't really realize what uh, they're going through and how it's affecting them and that they're not really paying that close of attention to realize that, yes, it is God that's doing it. Now, if you're looking at a, a target audience, per se, who's the who's the type of reader, who's the type of person that you would love to see this book get into the hands of? I think um, people who are, are struggling with their faith, who are wondering, you know, how do I know God is really out there? I think it might help them to start thinking about things and 
start thinking about, well, why did that happen? Or, you know, what made me think of that, you know? So I, I think anybody who's sitting there, maybe I should pay attention more. And if, if, they, if they're in a church and they don't feel like they're getting closer to God, then it's okay to go look for something else and go find a different church that makes you feel more comfortable and more wanting to be more active in it. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to to get this uh, this book published and to be able to, to share your story? It was really great. Um, they are so good at keeping you informed of the steps and, and so accurate on their timing. You know, this is going to take this long, this is going to take that long. And I could rely on everything that they told me. It, it all happened the way they said it was going to happen. And they gave me suggestions that were so helpful. I, I just really loved working with them, and I would recommend them to anybody who wants to publish a book. Now, now this book, uh, God's Love Guides and Protects, uh, when people read this at, at the end of the day, what do you hope is the most important message they get from, from reading about your uh, your experiences? That God is there, and He is watching out for you, and He is trying to guide you, whether you're paying attention or not, and that you really just need to open your heart and let Him in, and He'll, he'll take care of the rest. Well, that's such an important message, and I think we all kind of need that reminder from time to time that God is there, uh, whether we realize it or not, and I think people are going to be blessed for reading this story. The book is called God's Love Guides and Protects by author Noreen Maziars McCann from Christian Faith Publishing. Get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, the brick-and-mortar stores. Those are just a handful of the locations. And Noreen, thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Our next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, I think a great testimony to the fact that miracles still do happen. The book is called Sandy's Heart, When Doctors Say No, But God Says Yes, by author Sue Lyons-Latour from Christian Faith Publishing. Sue, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Now, tell everybody a, a little bit about your story. Okay. Well, Sandy's Heart is about the life of my little girl, Sandy. The night she was born, the doctor said she could not possibly live the night. But you know what? God had other plans for her. Miracles began to follow her that night on through the 17 years that she lived. The testimonies and the anointing on her has shown us how to have faith and trust in God. It's the kind of faith that moved mountains and allowed us to accept God's will as he carried us through the storms of our lives. The book is actually a target for all of us. We all go through the storms of life. For whatever reason, we can all rest assured that knowing and trusting in God is the only way to have even joy in the times of trouble. I know this because my family and I have lived it. We've witnessed the testimonies in Sandy's heart change the hearts and lives of so many. You see, the title is not only about Sandy's congenital heart defects, but also about her heart for God. She knew him personally in a way that no one I know of has. The life with Sandy has made a monumental effect on all of our lives. Our faith and knowledge of God and His plan for us has had an enormous impact on me. I've overcome the things of this world by the blood of the Lamb and the words of my testimony. Remember, if there's no testimony, there's no victory. And victory can be ours through Christ Jesus. What inspired you to finally tell Sandy's story and your family's story uh, through this book? What what inspired you to finally uh, to write this? My inspiration? (laughs) I think the most thing that was is the Holy Spirit. It was really hard to write the story. It was very emotional and somehow a lot um, embarrassing in some of the things I had to write. But it was the Holy Spirit. He encouraged me to write the memoir with Sandy. My family and I have withstood so many storms and received so many blessings and miracles beyond our comprehension. I knew I had to share them. See, the end of time is very near, and we all need to be prepared for Christ's return. And my goal is that this will help us find the faith and hope and trust in Christ that will get us there. 
Now, how was it for you working with uh, Christian Faith Publishing to, to get this book published and be able to, to share your story and Sandy's story? It was awesome. They were very informative, very helpful, and always there when I needed them. I am very, very happy to have used Christian Faith Publishing. My publisher was amazing, so very gracious and kind and understanding. I would recommend Christian Faith Publishing to anyone that has a story to tell. Matter of fact, I have a new book that I'm near completion. It's going to be a Christian fiction novel, and I'm so very happy to send this one to them as well. Excellent. Well, we look forward to that. Now, now this book, uh, Sandy's Heart, what do you hope is the most important message that comes across from this, uh, from this book you've written? The most important is knowing God, His will in our lives, and being able to depend on Him. For He is the only one that can take us from our troubles, our fear, in this world that's falling apart. There's so much fear and distress and just way too much confusion. I want the people that read Sandy's Heart to know that God is still with us. He's a miracle God. And if we pray and trust in Him, the miracles will follow anyone that really, truly believes. That's the message. Be ready. He's coming soon. Well, this is a a, a, a great story of, of miracles, and you know, like you said, you know how it how you know her life has affected so many people, and I think it's going to affect uh, so many more through this book. The book is called Sandy's Heart: When Doctors Say No But God Says Yes by author Sue Lines Latour from Christian Faith Publishing. Get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes and Noble, iTunes online, as well as at the brick and mortar stores. And Sue, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us for the Friday Night Author Roundtable. We'll be back next week with another great group of talented authors to discuss their books, their process, and their accomplishments. Have a great weekend, everyone.